then you'll be able to get a good fee for whatever it is. So uh, don't, don't worry too much. Uh, that's uh, the, everybody's, uh, somebody's interested in everything. And anything you can be interested in, you'll find others will. But it's absolutely stupid to spend your time doing things you don't like. Hello, and welcome back to Our Manifestation Journey. My name is Mickey. And my name is Sam. And we are two sisters who live together with our husbands and children and who document our play with the law of attraction. Welcome back to the show. Um, Before we get into this very juicy topic, I'm really excited to explore this. Mm -hmm. Um, We'd like to give you a little bit of an update on what's been going on with us. Mm -hmm. Uh, Life has been interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, What are some good words? Abundant. Abundant. It has been very abundant uh, in things to do. (laughs) Tasks. Tasks. Um, Yeah. But I mean, good tasks. All good tasks. All of our own design and all of our own making. Mm Mm-hmm. And just good. Technically, all in our own control. Yeah. Uh, but feel feeling out of control sometimes here. Yeah. It's been it's been a crazy couple of weeks. I'd say. Couple of weeks. Yeah. More so for you. Yeah. Yeah. It's been weird because it's like, oh, I should be um, overwhelmed or I should be freaked out, and I am in one sense, but I'm also not because I'm like, look at it, it's all working out in perfect timing yeah like it's strange it tends to do that right it's like you just there's been so many times with the projects that I'm working on that I'm like oh my gosh I have to do this at this time I have to do this at this time and something interrupts me so I can't do it at that time Mm. and then I later find out that I couldn't have done it at that time anyways right so it's like it's weird you can decide kind of how you perceive it like you can be like oh now I'm delayed versus oh It'll happen in divine timing. Yes. That wasn't supposed to happen then. Right. It couldn't have happened then. Right. Something would have prevented me even if I had tried. Or set me back. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been an interesting practice. Yeah. You leave for Oz in 10 days? Yes. (laughs) Are you ready? (laughs) (laughs) I hope that I get to spend this next week Mm. just... Settling in. And Getting ready to be ready to be ready to be yeah, ready to be ready. <laughs> really like, okay, yeah, we're, you know, we're going mm-hmm. away. And mm-hmm. I've, I've just, I've have received a lot of support. I forgot to tell you this, but my client was like, you know, if you, if you're feeling like, oh my gosh, he's like, um, you, you know, I'm welcome. I, I'm fine with receiving this at a later date when you're on your, on the plane or, you know, like I'll, what. I'm fine. I don't need it to be. I'm like, thank you for that. I would like to get it done before I go. Yeah, but so that you don't have to focus on it when you're yeah, away. Yeah, but it's yeah. like, yeah, again, just being supported in ways that you just don't even. Yeah, picture. Picture. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's cool. Yeah. Um, it's been interesting to watch, that's for sure. I don't know. I think you've done it better than you think you're doing it. It's, you know? It's, I, I'm oscillating. Yeah. Between somebody who's like got their shit together, despite <laughs> the things. So it's like you have your shit together when everyone can see you, and then you close the door and you go, Wah! Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. I think a lot it's of like people two, can relate to that. I have two minds going on. <clears throat> I think it's me stepping into this new version of myself that's yeah. um, like, this is what it looks like when everything is calm and you, you're handling it like a champ. Yeah. Am I, am I doing right? Do I yeah, move it like that's that? That's better. Okay. Um, 
yeah, this is what it looks like when you've got your shit together and everything's just flowing and it's all working out and everything's yeah. great. And, you know, it's just all divine timing. And look at you go. Look at all the things you're doing. There's that. And there's also just like, uh, what are our, we doing? What? Can we handle this? <laughs> this, just, should, this is the part where everything falls apart, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's so got to be that. a normal part of growth and expansion, though, right? Yeah. Like of taking that big leap. It's like you take the big leap, but you still have remnants of yourself that are yes. on that step behind you yes. that are playing catch up. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And trying to hold you back, too. Yeah. The like, ego is like, no, like we like we like our old self, our old safe self. Our old safe self yeah. is <clears throat> so much more comfortable mm-hmm. than the new version of ourselves. So, yeah, I've been bouncing back and forth between those two. And being pleasantly surprised with this new version that's like, oh, you can do it. Oh, look at that. Yeah. It's happening. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's funny because I feel like if you don't, if you are unaware of the natural feelings of taking a big leap, then you would just be freaked out and you'd be like, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. Right? Like you'd be like, it's not supposed to feel like this. It's not supposed to be this hard. It's not supposed to be this uncomfortable. <laughs> right. And this is like, a sign. Right. I'm taking this as a sign that I'm not meant for it because right. I'm like. Uncertain. I'm, I'm, yeah. Like this, I'm about to do this thing. I've never done it before. But you could just get carried away. I'm like, well, my uncertainty in this moment means that it's not meant for me. And it's like, no, right. it's just your ego trying to keep you safe right. because you are doing something new mm-hmm. and it can be scary yes but it doesn't mean it's not meant for you because right. at the end of the day if you really ask yourself what you're meant to do this will be the answer yeah so it's like well i guess i get to do it scared then <laughs> <laughs> yeah i get to do it sometimes kicking and screaming yeah right your higher self just takes you by the hand and it's like it's gonna be okay and you're yeah. like really because it doesn't look like it's gonna be okay right now yeah. like everything around you just feels really unshaky Unshaky, unsure, and yeah. shaky. Unshaky. <laughs> unshaky is stable, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's, yeah, it's definitely um, a learning process. But yeah. I really do believe that it's just going to get easier, right? Like I read this email, this little email message from Makosi. I need to read her emails more, I think, because mm-hmm. I always get something good from them. Um, <clears throat> but her, this one email said, um, when you ask for more, the universe sends you opposition because you need that point of opposition in order to grow. Mm-hmm. So it's like you need the contrast in order to expand. Mm-hmm. So when you're like, I want to get bigger, the universe is like, great. Here's a bunch of obstacles mm-hmm. that give you a pushing off point to give you what you do want. Right. Mm-hmm. So I keep thinking about that because there's been like a bunch of challenges in setting up the <clears throat> setting up the event this week. Um, just like a couple little hurdles. So at the time that we're recording this, it is, what is today? Today's Friday. So the event is tomorrow. So by the time this airs, the event will have happened and we will have spoken in front of a bunch of people. That's going to be really fun to talk about the aftermath of that. Yeah. I'm excited for that episode. Yeah. It's going to be really good, which we're going to have to record next week, I think, right before you go. Okay. Sorry. It's okay. (laughs) I'm like roundabout adding things to your plate when all you do is want to (laughs) chill. Um, but anyway, so, uh, that is going to be a great episode though. I'm really excited to talk about, um, I mean, eight people have signed up at this point. Yeah. That's really exciting. Like that's so good. And it's, I love how intimate it is. I was just going to say the same word. Yeah. Because we designed it to be intimate. Yeah. We designed it to be a small group of people. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know why that is that we decided to do that. Because we like that. 
Yeah, we like, we do. If we're going to curate an experience, something that we would want is something that's pretty intimate. Yeah. Um, And don't get me wrong. I'm really excited for the crowds of people, but that's a differently designed event. That's so true. Right? Like I'm not going to spend time on like flowers and candles and, you know, on a big event. Just get them in the venue. Yeah. (laughs) That's it. And Mm -hmm. a projector. That's Mm -hmm. all I have to really worry about. Maybe besides our, our set design. Um, but yeah, like it's, it's just a completely different experience. This experience is supposed to feel really special yeah, for the people that have um, decided to join. So I'm excited to blow minds a little bit. Mm. I'm really, really excited for that. I feel like if this had been my first investment in manifestation, mm-hmm. this experience, I'd be like, I'm hooked, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like I never want to do anything else. That's not like this, you know? Yeah. Because yeah. it's just, it's, it's going to be really special. Really, it's going to be really good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> really, really looking forward to it. Um, yeah. So if you're curious about any of this, I mean, you can, the next episode that we do, our next update, we'll give you all the details about it. But mm-hmm. we will be, if you are in the local area, we'll be hosting another one in the fall, ideally. Yeah. Um, but details to come. That'll be when Sam gets back and yeah. she's all refreshed and all that good stuff. Yeah. So stay tuned for all of that. <clears throat> You. Yes, you. We heard you. Did you just talk to your phone while listening to this episode? Yeah, we hear that a lot. So we've decided to do something about it. You are formally invited to join the official OMJ community, a place where you can meet up with other OMJ listeners to talk about the latest episode, celebrate what you are manifesting, ask questions, and engage with other woo-woo enthusiasts. Mickey and I realize we have each other to bounce all these juicy ideas about the universe, vibration, law of attraction, aha moments, and so much more, which adds to our increasing momentum. And we want that for you too. Apply to the private group on Facebook today by answering a few short questions and surround yourself with like-minded individuals who want to manifest their dream lives too. In this free group, you will also get first access to our private events, including our monthly online container called OMJ Engagements. Here we will host group coaching calls, guest speaker events, and whatever we feel inspired to support you with that month. We are ready to take our relationship to the next level. Come join us and our listeners in the amazing OMJ community. We can't wait to see you in there. And now back to the show. So... The meat and potatoes of this episode, something that we have been thinking about, talking about for such a long time, Mm -hmm. Uh, but we just feel like it's a good time to kind of iron it all out and be really clear um, about how to maintain healthy relationships with other people. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like (laughs) uh, this, this sentence is kind of twofold. We've had experience of severing relationships Mm -hmm. before, both with friends and, well, for me, partners. Um, You haven't really, yeah, you haven't really had a breakup, but I've had kind of two. Um, We both started dating our partners, and I feel like this is a testament to how much we know about maintaining relationships. And this is why we don't talk about relationships very often, because it's something that comes very naturally to us. And we don't think about it. Right. It's not. But I mean, and and this is what I mean by this is a toolful statement, because the relationships that we do have and we do maintain are super solid and very like reciprocal and really beautiful and healthy. Mm -hmm. And the ones that we decide to let go of aren't. aren't 
Yeah. And we, we do have a history of letting go of relationships, particularly I would say with friends Yeah, um, when they're not healthy. Mm-hmm. Right. And I feel like people struggle with that. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, like you said, we don't talk about relationships a ton on this show because yeah. it's not something that we um, feel like we personally need to work on. Right. Like we talk about money a lot because we're like, we're going to crack this. We're yeah, going to figure this out. That's something that we need to work on. Yeah. But I also yeah. know that there's a huge part of our audience that wants help with relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's what this episode's about today. We want to yeah. give you our secret sauce. We want to give you our key ingredients to helping you mm-hmm. um, with, with your relationships. So I'm sure, I mean, if you've been listening this far into the show, you'll know that I mean, we, I had an aha moment a couple months ago when I was like, I just don't trust people. Mm-hmm. And Sam was like, mm. <laughs> calling you out. Uh, you don't, it's not that you don't trust people. It's that you don't trust yourself around people. And that for me was a big aha moment. It was like, okay, this doesn't have anything to do with other people. Really, all of this has to do with myself and how I am viewing the world. Yeah. Um, so that's a huge, huge part of this is mm-hmm. any time that you are triggered by anyone else, mm-hmm. it's, you have to look inward, mm-hmm. right? The, 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 I'll just finish this one thought and then you can give her, um, the instinct is usually to blame, right? You point mm-hmm. the finger and you're like, you made me feel this way. Mm-hmm. Right. And that may be true, right? They did something to trigger a feeling so that makes sense mm-hmm. um but you have control over how you handle that emotion mm-hmm. right you yeah. have control over what you do with that emotion yeah so like lashing out and like you know tearing someone down or pointing the finger or whatever whatever that quick knee-jerk reaction is mm-hmm. most likely isn't the best one <laughs> it's not the one that um will make you feel good it either you right like yeah. you'll regret it and yeah. you, you know all of that kind of stuff so um there's ways that we would like to help and teach you on how to combat that yeah i just wanted to add so just kind of going back to i think that your example is a really good one so um i don't trust people yeah and when i said it's that it's more that you don't trust yourself to manage your emotional right. response right. to people. Right. I think that's a really important distinction because yeah. what we're saying is that the emotions that we feel in our body are um, too much. Yeah. They're like, they're too much for us to handle. We don't know how to manage them. We don't know um, what to do. When we're feeling a certain way, it's like the energy in our system is just bottling up or whatever. Yeah. So really what this is about is your self-emotional mastery. That's what it's really about. That's the key here. Yeah. In order to maintain healthy relationships with others, you need to become a master of your own emotions. Emotions. Yes. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. how you perceive them. And that can be tricky because I often, we have emotions on our emotions. Yeah. Right. I love Where that. I'm like, yeah. ugh, like, I'm like, I feel really guilty about not being with my kids right now. And then I feel guilty about feeling guilty. Right. Then I'm just like, ugh, why are you wasting your time? Like feeling guilty about this. Like, you know, that that's not serving you in this time. Like, what are you doing? Or, you know, I'm really angry about this. Why are you angry? Why do you care about that? Like, stop, you know? And then it's just like resistance on resistance on resistance on resistance. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay. Or we could just 
recognize our emotions for what's happening in our body. So it is an important distinction to make. We're not asking you to be all like Zen and Buddha and Gandhi about this. We're asking you to like be aware, Mm -hmm. right? Just Mm -hmm. be aware. For the first part, just notice. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Notice how it feels in your body. Mm -hmm. Ask yourself, why is it feeling like that? Um, But it's okay to emote, Yes. Right. It's okay to have those emotions. Um, But what I would suggest is if you can emote in a way that is not going to harm others, Mm -hmm. right? Like it's not going to be outwardly projected onto other people. I personally feel like that is a much more mature way of handling. It's like that emotional maturity, right? Like taking your emotions, handling them in a healthy way. So for me, Going in isolation and crying, super helpful. I find I have so much clarity afterwards. I find that I don't want to lash out at others. I find that I'm more patient. I find that I'm more like receptive to other positions, other perspectives. Um, But it takes that release of energy, right? That release of emotion Mm -hmm. before I can be clear headed and ready to like come to the table with creative solutions. Mm -hmm. But until that... (laughs) it's like I can't talk right now and it can be as simple as saying um, you know I'm feeling emotional about this let me deal and then let me come back Mm -hmm. right like that is a much more responsible response than like lashing out and then regretting it later and Mm -hmm. then you don't feel good about that either right Um, yeah I find like for me I don't know if this is I think it's been kind of a a skill as being the older one. Mm. So like I've I look for somebody like so I can talk to somebody. It's like I I want to to find kind of like a support system that I can like vent or just yes. say my thoughts right. or just say the things mm-hmm. that won't be judged, that will right. just be accepted and I can just say all the things. Nick's really good at that. Yeah, for you, really good. <laughs> He's like, so good. He doesn't he take any so, of it personally. So good. Yeah, like I love it. Because yeah. you know what's funny about him is he won't even give me a solution. <laughs> At all. I'm not even looking for... Sometimes I'm looking for one. And yeah. he's like, <laughs> like, you've got nothing. And he's just like, no, this is all up to you. Right? But just the fact that I can... He'll like look me in the eye and be like, mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm. Like, he listens. He's listening. I can tell. He's listening. But he just lets me... Use him as a soundboard. Use him as yeah. a way that I can like... I can clear my throat chakra. Right, like, right. I can clear my... My can heart, I just vent and vomit all over you? Like, yes. Bleh, you know, and I can even do it about him. <laughs> right. <laughs> He's so objective and so like separate from yeah. what's actually happening. Right. He can't, he just doesn't get into the involved in it. Yeah. But I find that really helpful. Like I can just go to him, say my thing, whatever I need to say without yeah. judgment, without like with just full support and you're on your own here, but I'll listen, you know? Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. Mm-hmm. It's such a, it's kind of a luxury. <laughs> he doesn't take any of it personally. personally. Like no. he's not like judging you. Like he's just like, it's good. You feel better now? Yeah. And you're like, yep, yeah, thanks. And he's like, okay, cool. See you later. Yeah. I'm going to go build a boat in the yeah, shop. It's great. <laughs> Bye-bye. Yeah. Um, I just had an idea. It's so funny. I had an idea for a reel just then. <laughs> That's hilarious. So I'm just going to write it down. 
<laughs> real life, folks. This is speaking real of real life. life. We our office. I know we're gonna get back. to Oh, this. thank you for mentioning this. Yeah. What? If well, yeah. how pretty it is. Oh no, I was gonna say something else. <laughs> oh no, but our office is so pretty right now. So where we record, we have this beautiful window next to us, and we get to watch the seasons. So we get to ch- watch it change from winter mm-hmm. to spring to summer, and it's just such a beautiful spring day out right now. Like uh, wispy clouds and blue skies and green grass and little polka dot flowers everywhere, and it's all coming al- alive. It's, it's nice to beautiful. see it because there's a good portion of the year where it looks really brown and gray. It's like and sticky. Seven <laughs> months of the year. That's just yucky out. And it's really lush and pretty. Okay, um, back to the show. Oh, I thought what I thought you were going to say is we didn't. I didn't mention it off the hop, but if you're new to the show, we record this in real life, real time, and we do it at our home. So, you know, you can hear babies in the background like all the time, or husbands or dogs or whatever. Yeah, and we just we just record and life happens. <clears throat> so that's an important thing to mention. <clears throat> okay, so we should talk about limiting beliefs and the meaning you make. Mm. Would you like to elaborate on? either of those two thoughts mm. yeah this is really cool um if we i think our audience would be familiar with a limiting belief it's just something that um kind of clouds your vision it's a self-imposed limitation yeah and it clouds your vision it clouds your ability to see mm. other ways around doing something mm-hmm. like it prevents you from moving forward or it prevents you from Excuse me. Um, it's an obstacle, yeah. basically. Yeah. And usually it's designed to keep you safe. Yeah. So it's something that your ego self will tell you in order to keep you safe. Um, maybe to avoid something or to go towards something. I think it's more avoidance of yeah. whatever it is that of you want. Pain. So like an example would be, we can boil this down to like, what is the root of the limiting belief? And it's rooted in fear like yeah. it's all rooted it's always in, rooted in it's fear. all rooted in fear <laughs> yeah um yeah so like for example let's say um there's a party and you weren't invited mm-hmm. <laughs> so or you see all your friends on instagram you didn't get invited yeah yeah you didn't get invited to this party yeah and so there are like a million different ways like maybe they literally just forgot to invite you. Like yeah. they meant for you to come, but or someone said they were going to, and yeah. then it was and a miscommunication. Miscommunication, and that person was like, "Didn't you? Didn't you?" And then they're like, "Oh yeah. shit!" Well, so that's an option, yeah. right? And so what? How would you feel if you knew that, right? Right. But also, it could just be that they're like, they just didn't feel like inviting you that time. In that time. Yeah. So, what does that? What is? What is the meaning you are making of that experience? Like, yeah. what are you making? that mean about you Mm -hmm. and when I say you I mean like you like your who you are like your identity your (laughs) your your soul level yeah not like like a deep rooted you you know Mm -hmm. what are you making it mean about you your soul Mm -hmm. so it could be that I'm unlovable I'm not likable um I'm rejected I'm not loved, whatever. Um, that doesn't feel good in my body. That feels really shitty. I want to be loved and liked. I, this is, there's a, there's a discord here from the truth of who I actually am, which is love 
and this belief that I'm telling myself, mm-hmm. this this scenario that I'm telling myself, this understanding that I'm not lovable. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is where it's kind of cool because this, you know, this is how Mickey and I view it. It's like, I think Abraham talked about this, but source loves you mm-hmm. and you are source. You are loved. You, you are love at its actual core, you are the vibration of love. Mm-hmm. So anytime... Which is you, the purest energy yeah, on Earth yes. and in the universe. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It, is, has, it holds the highest frequency. Right. It is... The most powerful. The most powerful. Yeah. That is who you are at your core. Mm-hmm. And when you tell yourself things that aren't true to you, aren't true to how Source believes in you or how you really, truly believe in yourself... There creates that discord, that distance. So the further and further away you move from that truth that you are loved, the worse you feel. The worse right. that that gap is, the worse that, like, the more distance you're putting between you and source. And right. it just doesn't feel right. And, like, no wonder you don't feel good. Yeah. You're lying to yourself, basically. Right. You're telling yourself things that aren't true right. and that aren't aligned with source and it's not like source is judging you it's just like you're just pulling yourself no well that's that's the guidance system yeah that's the emotional guidance system that's why it's set up that way because when it doesn't feel good it's because it's not in alignment with truth exactly yeah Yeah, so you're just pulling yourself away from that pulling yourself from that frequency of um homeostasis love like our natural (laughs) state is like love and Mm -hmm. right so Mm -hmm. i guess if we were taking this whole party scene um how would you approach it? I want, I'm just going to like toss it back to you. How would you approach it knowing that if well, you got rejected from a party, how would you approach it from knowing that you are love? Getting rejected. It's funny that you say rejected. I wouldn't see it as being rejected. Okay. For me, rejected means asking and then saying no. Okay. So I wouldn't feel that way. Mm-hmm. I would be a little bummed or a little hurt because it's that FOMO, mm-hmm. right? Like it's like a fear of missing out. Um, so I would, give myself an opportunity to be hurt and maybe cried out be like that doesn't feel good I'm sad mm-hmm. <laughs> but then taking the opportunity to go okay definitely the meaning I'm making is that I'm not good enough or I'm not loved or people don't want to hang out with me or I'm not made a priority like that would upset me um but I guess for me it would give me I would I would take it as it gives me clarity because Um, if I assumed my relationship with these people were something that I would be on the forefront of their mind and I'm not, then that means that I'm just not their person and that's okay. It just means that I can be my own person, number one. But number two, I would probably try and find something to do that would light me up Mm -hmm. so that I wouldn't be so distracted by this other thing, Mm -hmm. right? Like, is there another friend that isn't there that you really enjoy spending time with? Or, you know, do you want to spend the day with your dog? Or like, you know, like there's solutions that you can make to get into alignment with the things that do light you up, that do make you happy, the relationships that you would prefer to enrich, Mm. right? Like, Mm. I just, you know, I believe if somebody doesn't want to make you that priority, if someone isn't like, you know, oh, I can't wait to go to this thing with so-and-so. Right. I mean, there's there's two ways to look at this, too, because we have mutual friends, but sometimes you want to spend alone time with that friend. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm not invited and I'm not offended. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just like because I really appreciate quality time one on one with people. Mm-hmm. 
So sometimes I don't want you to come because I just want that one-on-one time with that person. I'm not offended when that happens because I know the reason and I resonate with the reason, mm-hmm. right? But if it's if it feels like something that's deliberately done to leave me out, mm-hmm. for me, that gives me clarity because I'm like, well, if that's their intention, then I don't want to hang out with them anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want to be there anyway, right? Because mm-hmm. it's like, that's not serving me, mm-hmm. right? I'm not the number one or a high priority for them. Mm-hmm. So like, I would rather invest my time and energy in people that I am a high priority for. Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. I'd be like, okay, thanks for the info. Off I go. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm just, I'm going to go on my merry way and keep doing things to raise my vibration and trusting that other relationships will form. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess <clears throat> like another way of looking at it is I don't need to be invited to be loved. Yeah. Like I have that within myself. Like I can give that to myself right now by doing things that light me up. Like it, my happiness isn't dependent on how other people treat yeah. me because I'm in a constant state of love. Right. Right. Like my yeah. set point is love. Yeah. So I, you're right. Like you would, you know, you would process all of those emotions. It would take but, me time. <laughs> um, the intention is to come back to this place of like, I am already loved. Mm-hmm. I don't need this this experience or whatever to have that experience of love in my body because I already have it right myself and what will happen I believe over time is that you start to build and maintain relationships um from a place of security because you've got it within yourself Mm -hmm. right so when you when you have a relationship with someone you're not relying on them to make you happy you're not relying on them to give you joy right Mm -hmm. like you'll you would ideally in a roundabout way if you see a group of friends hanging out and having fun you're like oh I hope they're having a really good time right like that's where it it gets to and I really do I feel that way right like if I see you know mutual friends hanging out or going to the beach or something I go oh what a nice day to go to the beach Mm -hmm. and then I think what can I do that's fun today like I use it as inspiration right because I'm not I'm not threatened or insecure about their you know, experiences. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah. But that, you know, it does take time. I'm sure there was a time in high school where I would have been really offended. Yeah. (laughs) But like, you know, it's just something that I've kind of worked on, I think over time. Um, But it is something that did come somewhat naturally to you and I, like you started dating Nick when you were 16. Yeah. And I was 18 when I started dating Mason and now we're married. (laughs) Like on both, you know what I mean? Like that's not a normal story for a lot of people. Um, but I, I mean, I guess you could argue that we had the, um, advantage of looking at what not to do. Mm-hmm. Um, our parents divorced when we were 15. Yeah. Like the year They're, before. Yeah. Yeah. 14, yeah, 15, means. 16 kind of thing. Um, and, uh, it showed us how lack of communication can completely break down a relationship. Mm -hmm. And I took that very seriously going into my relationship with Mason. Um, And I had the advantage and he had the advantage that his parents have a healthy relationship. So we could put the two up like, okay, what's working from this one? What's not working from this one? What's not working from the healthy one? And what worked with the other? And like, we kind of put it all together Mm -hmm. and use that as kind of a a platform of... um, Uh, certainty I guess to move forward with Um, but it is it's always been something that we've been pretty good at and maybe the point behind that too is that we've always had each other yeah like I think think we should mention that like because it's like well 
you're a sure thing. <laughs> you're my sister and you're a sure thing. Yeah. So like if someone, if a friend wants to fuck off, then it's like, oh, all right. That's really okay. <laughs> Cause I've yeah. got Sam <laughs> and Sam's a sure thing. So like, yeah. you know, like that's a huge advantage. Yeah. And I think that that level of certainty and security has given us a lot of self-love because I feel loved and accepted. Mm-hmm on a consistent basis, mm-hmm. um, reflecting back at me, mm-hmm. right, from the people around me. So yeah. that makes me believe more deeply that that's how my relationships should be. So anytime that there's friendships that aren't that way, mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't have time for this. Right, you're like, I know how good this can actually be. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to invest in this. No, yeah. unless the relationship is all about, what's that word? Reciprocity? Recipro- reciprocating? But yeah reciprocal I think, I think you're saying all the right words <laughs> yeah like unless both people are invested and are it's it's a mutual benefit of giving and receiving mm-hmm. if it's if it's not that way for me it's not worth my time yeah like I don't I don't have time for that mm-hmm. if I'm in a position where I have a friend and I'm just giving 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 I'm like that's exhausting I can't I can't do it and that doesn't just mean like stuff <laughs> I mean like giving energy yeah giving support mm-hmm. listening to them only and their stories I'm like I can't do it you yeah. know like it's just not I can't um it needs to be reciprocal mm-hmm. it's a key 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 uh, portion to relationships I think but there are some relationships I do feel, feel like we should discuss particularly familial ones mm, yeah where you can't get out of it yeah <laughs> Like with your mom or your dad or a sibling, right? Yeah. Where it's just like, okay, that's cute when you do have the option to walk away. What happens when you don't? Yeah. Right? And this is a huge one for us. This was a huge lesson for us. Yes. Um, when it came to our familial relationships and the biggest thing that we learned. Do you want to take this one? Wow. Yeah. So like... This is this is this is interesting, listener. How should I <clears throat> tell this story? What do you think I should do? I would just name it as a family member. Okay. That we had a uh, altercation with. But what I was going to say is letting go of expectations. I know. Yes, okay. I knew that. That's where you were. You knew you were that's where I was too. Okay. Um, but yeah, I do have a really great story. Like yeah. it's really good. <laughs> In in relation to all of this. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. There was this this relationship I had with a family member. Um that uh it was there was this moment where it got really hard. Like what yeah. I mean by moment is there was an event that happened, um a, a situation that happened that was like super, super challenging. It was really quite dramatic actually a very contrasting moment a very big contrasting <laughs> moment this was before we started recording um omj yeah. right yeah and um anyways it was so game changing it, it, it was changed. a game it was a life-changing was, moment yeah yeah and it was an interaction i had with a family member yeah and um after this interaction i <laughs> like literally weeks or a week after even my body was in like shock shock yeah like I was I I think I I was driving one day like a couple days after and I was like 
I thought I was having a panic attack while driving. <laughs> yeah. God. Yeah. Luckily, I was driving. I was driving right in front of the hospital, so I was like, "Well, if I crash my car, I'll be right there." Because <laughs> <laughs> that's the state you're in. Yeah. It was, At least if I crash it, like I'll oh be God. right next to like, the hospital. That's an option. Um, but yeah, it was like, whew, it was. I've never experienced anything like that before. No. It was really severe. Um, so it took me um, some distance to uh, to collect myself. Like, and yeah. I, what I mean, distance <clears throat> is like proper time away from this person. Mm-hmm. And it had a ripple effect on the whole family. Absolutely, like everyone was like, "What is going on?" And because I lived with you too, it was yeah. directly affecting me on a daily basis. Yes. But not only like for me witnessing you. Right. But also the relationship with that family, family member, like it was like rippling kind of through everybody as it does. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was like, and when I say like, it was years. Yeah. It wasn't like a couple weeks went by a month. It was like (laughs) years. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was a seismic ship. It was a seismic ship. Like one minute, it was like everything's okay, and then the next minute, holy shit balls! Yeah, it was crazy. Um, and in the moment, um, obviously during something like that, you're just like, "How is this supposed to serve me? Like, what is happening? Like, you're just so overwhelmed and overcome by the experience. You're just like survival mode. I my body went into survival mode. Yeah, you know." So had the time, the time was really, really essential and it, what it gave me, oh my gosh, the gifts it gave. Oh, seismic. that it gave. Like in the best way. Changed your life and put it on a really great path. Yes. Yeah. Like Like the best. Directed me into um, a very strong line of passion that I do in my work, Mm -hmm. which is really cool. Um, It gave me some strategies to set boundaries that yeah, were yeah that was huge that was so necessary yeah so necessary to my um growth as a woman yeah as a as an adult woman yeah like it just was so i got to grow up like yeah. it was just so great yeah. you know like i yeah. got to, i got to cre- create these really beautiful boundaries that um allowed me to grow and allowed the other person to grow. Like, yeah. Because now, I mean, and I relate to everything that you're saying, not as deeply, excuse me, but like I set the boundaries too. Yeah. Right. Like I was like right with you. Like I was like, not only do I support Sam, but you can't do that with me either. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't like, do that with this, me. This is a hard no. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, we, we, we evolved, um, like you said, as adults, and now the relationship is better than it was before the altercation. Absolutely, like miles, hundred better, better. But it took years. Yeah, that was years of patience and involvement and growth. And for us, it was a lot of like self development work. Yeah, like a lot of like yeah, you know, really paying attention to our vibration, really paying attention to our triggers, the meanings that we're making, our mm-hmm. limiting beliefs, all of these things mm-hmm. that we've been taught, mm-hmm. um, and setting the example. Mm-hmm. for not only this family member, but the rest of our family. Yeah. Yeah. It was, 
it was um, it was amazing yeah such a and now it's way. I'm so grateful for that event me too I know I'm I, like it's easy for me to say that because it didn't happen to me <laughs> no it's but it, so true it sideways though. happened to me like, I, I was pregnant at the time so it was like I was like what's going on with my stable family <laughs> was like, what, what world am I bringing this child into yeah you it know. was like I know people have said it's not the first time I've heard people say um the gifts that come out of these like really dark seismic events yeah moments are yeah. <clears throat> are just you can't even imagine they're just so perfect yeah they're so perfect for what you need yeah it's so hard to describe it but yeah. you know whatever pain that's coming into your life is it's I can say from experience after time it's necessary for your expansion yeah and it's kind of like Phoenix rising from the ashes, right? Yeah. Like it all yeah. burns to the ground and you're just like, oh okay, God. so I guess I have nothing. Yeah. And then, <laughs> but then something, you know, triggers something amazing kind of comes out of it. And one of the bigger lessons, like not only were we able to set boundaries, but another huge thing that has been super helpful. I know. I want to like drill this point home. Do you want to just take it away here? No, you go. And then I'll elaborate. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm just, I'm like on the edge of my seat listening to what you're going to say. <laughs> But I'm like, write this down. Okay. <laughs> like, don't be like, write this down. Write this down. Um, expectations. Yes. There's a couple of things with expectations. One, this is something we've been using for years. Yes. You and I. Yes. So we say, what are your expectations for the day? Yes. Like if we have a day where it's like, there's things. Right. We need to do. Yeah. I what say this you, with Mason almost every morning. Yes. Yeah. What are your expectations for today? What? And then we do our best. To meet each other's expectations. Yeah. And that way, because so many times in your day, you're like, oh, I have these things, but you're not telling your partner what your things are. Right, right. So they're like, I'm going to do this thing. And you're like, crap, because I needed you to do this thing. Like, right. And then at, at the end of the day, you're both miserable. Yeah, you're, you're both, both mad doing at each things other. that you didn't want to do. And it's just like, ugh. and that's the definition of anger, right? The definition of anger is uh, an expectations, right? Failure. Of meeting of Fail, expectations. Failed expectations? Failed expectations. Yeah. That's anger. It's, it's shitty. I don't it's know if you the feel, worst. It's really shitty. When it you, feels awful. Yeah. You're like, it's so frustrating. And right. you're just like, it, but if so, if you could harmonize with your, your partner and be like, and you know, Nick does it intuitively. He, in the, every morning he, if I'm like, if we're awake, sometimes life's Around busy, but yeah, he asks me, what are you doing today? And it's not like, um, what are you doing today? I need to tell you my plans. It's like, what are you doing so I can understand yeah. how our day is going to look together? What are, right. You know? Um, so that's one thing of expectations. Here's the other thing with expectations. Did you want to talk more about? No, I just love that. So the first, the first point is asking whoever your loved ones are, whoever the relationship that you're trying to maintain on a daily basis, ask them what their expectations for the day are. That's yeah. like key point. Super. Huge for us. Super so in helpful. terms of meeting your own expectations and meeting the ones of the people that you love. Yeah. Really, really helpful. Yeah. Hello, Mickey here. I'm going to interrupt the show for a brief moment to let you in on something that I've been developing on my journey. If you've been listening for some time, you know that I've been tapping into something that I can't even explain. From my meditation practice, I used to involuntarily shake, sway, write circles on paper, and more recently receive messages from source. 
It started with free writing in my journal and has led to channeling really personal and powerful messages for those closest to me. And let me tell you, these messages have been life-changing. Yeah, I can speak to that. It was a couple of months ago when I walked into the office. Mickey was in front of her laptop and I said, Mickey, I would like a channeled message. I had watched her give several different messages to our close family and friends and even to people that she had met online. And I saw that they were life-changing and I was like, I'm ready to have one of these life-changing moments. The experience was amazing. It was about an hour long. Uh, there was a lot of tears. I had a major breakthrough. It just gave me a lot of clarity. And I knew that it wasn't coming from her because she was speaking to things that she didn't even know about. And through that, I, I came up with a new strategy, a new way of operating in my business. And from there, a whole new journey opened up for me. So yeah, they really are life-changing. Oh, thanks, Sam. The interesting thing about all of this is that you actually have this ability you do, trust me. But sometimes you get in your own way of being able to listen to your higher self, which is where I come in. With an hour session with me, I will tap into your energy, ask your higher self what you need to hear, and then deliver that message back to you. If you're someone who is seeking clarity in their life right now, you're not sure which way to turn or what to do next, these readings are for you. Sign up for a channeled message with me today at ourmanifestationjourney.com slash Mickey Channeling. That's our manifestation journey.com slash Mickey Channeling. M I C K I C H A N N E L I N G. Your higher self is calling. Will you answer? I'm ready when you are. And now back to the show. Okay. Another thing with expectations. We, everybody, like your family members, I think this is really helpful with family members. Everybody has a role to play, right? Mom, dad, older sister, middle sister, younger sister, whatever your family dynamic is, older brother, younger, whatever. You all have these roles to play. You all have these expectations on you, right? Like when I'm- Depending I was, on your role. I'm the older sister, so I'm the responsible one who like, you know- receives the um I'm like the council member person like I come to people come to me with problems and I solve them and um I'm the person who looks after everything and makes sure everything gets done that's my role as the older sister right I was the babysitter I was the one taking care of things um then you know there's a mom who's supposed to nurture you and there's the dad who's supposed to protect you and provide support Mm -hmm. we all have these roles um the thing is Sometimes we, as much as we try to fulfill these rules, sometimes we come up short in other people's eyes. So And expectations. Yeah. <laughs> so other yeah. people in our family dynamic have expectations on us because we have this role. And when we don't meet those standards that they've set... That's when this friction starts. Mm-hmm. That's when this, that's when f- fights happen because it's like, you're supposed to be this for me. Mm-hmm. This is the role that you are in. You're supposed to be this for me. And like, this is where we've seen the most 
friction and the most um, like conflict. Yeah, is when another person places expectations on somebody. Yeah. So when we release the expectations that we've placed on people, freedom, magic happens. Friggin' <laughs> magic happens. Yeah. <clears throat> it's crazy because what it allows people to do is thrive in where they succeed like what they're already good at when you release the expectations you place on other people you allow them to be their true selves and you allow them to shine in ways that you would never expect and you will be served in ways that you you can't expect yeah I like, think it, oh sorry you finished no, no go ahead well I was gonna say I think that um for me something that really really helped was instead of looking at certain family members or I guess it's family that's that this really, really applies to for me personally. Um, when you start looking at people that are in your life as souls mm-hmm. and people just on a journey mm-hmm. and release, like you said, the expectations of who they're supposed to be in your eyes and just look at them as someone that's really just trying to live on this planet using the tools that they have from the perspective that they have they're doing their best even if their best kind of sucks yeah you know like to you in your perspective right it sucks so true but like from their perspective they're really just trying and most people I think they operate in a way that they believe is motivation for love like I'm doing this because I love you right Mm -hmm. but really I think that it's they're operating from fear They're operating from a place of trying to control because they're afraid of what happens when they don't or like, you know, like they're, they're coming from a place of really just trying to keep it all together. Mm -hmm. And it's like, they can't do that. Right. But if they haven't done the work, if they haven't learned about emotional awareness, if they haven't like, you know, listened to Joe Dispenza and, you know, like they haven't done anything to be self-reflexive and learn about their own operating system and their own emotional guidance system and all of that stuff. Then they're just humans trying to freaking human on this planet. That's very confusing and full of conflict. And they're like, what the hell's going on? Right. Like, it's just there's a lot of confusion and frustration that's probably happening for them on a daily basis. So it's like, okay, let's have some empathy for the humans who are really just trying to fucking figure it out. And they don't have all the tools and they're just doing what they can. It's like, okay, if that was a stranger, you would be like, oh, okay, that's that's hard. Yeah, that's that's not easy, right. you know, so let's have some empathy and patience and compassion for that person. Yeah. Um, but you lucky listener who's listening to this show is doing the work <laughs> or are doing the work. Yeah. You're doing the work, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're paying attention and learning and trying to master your own emotions and master mm-hmm. your own understanding of yourself so that you can operate from a much more healthy and aligned place in this world. Mm-hmm. And so- when you start <clears throat> to do that, like I think on another kind of like key point here is to like let's say somebody in your life isn't working on themselves or yeah. isn't interested in self development yeah. or you think that they could do better with their emotional right. history. Right. It's not up to you no. to save them, save change them, them, change them, not your make job. them do it, nope. give them like it's not up to you nope. to <clears throat> get them on board right. right with their emotional mastery. Like Mickey was just saying, like it's this this is their, their soul's journey. This right. is what they're, this is what they're doing with the tools they have. This mm-hmm. is the best that they can do with what like, yeah. with, and just because it's their, their best doesn't mean that it's amazing. 
They're just trying to human. Yeah. They're just trying to human. And the best thing that you can do is just focus on you, your emotional mastery, your vibration, doing things that light you up, taking deep breaths, setting boundaries, doing all of these healthy things. And then they can just watch. And whether or not they want to jump on board, totally up to them. Yes. Not up to you to change or save them. Yes. That's not your call. Yeah. Exactly. So, and what we have found is that people will either jump on board. They're just like, what are you doing? Because you're vibing. Yeah. You're like, you've got this whole emotional mastery thing going and people are like, huh, what's going on with you? You're doing something that's fun. What are you reading? What are you doing? They get Hmm. curious. They get interested or they're like, nah, not for me. And they leave. And you're like, okay. And you don't even really notice or care because you're like, I'm in my own happy place. Like it doesn't, my happiness isn't dependent on you staying like isn't dependent on you being Mm -hmm. here because I'm happy and ultimately what that does is just makes room for people that are on the same vibration Mm. as you to come to you Mm -hmm. so it's a win-win-win really for Mm -hmm. everybody involved Mm -hmm. but it can be hard right it's in that Ariana Grande song she's like losing friends left and right Mm -hmm. I just send them love and light right Mm -hmm. like she's just like yeah that happens Like she's talking about manifesting things, right? So she's just like, yeah, like you start to raise your vibration and what can happen is people around you get freaked that fuck out and Mm -hmm. they're like, what are you doing? And it's Mm -hmm. like, it's scary, Mm -hmm. right? And they they can lash out, particularly when like if they're in a state of um, like um, panic Mm -hmm. or like they're trying to provoke you to get you to like react and you're like, yeah, not not buying it, mm-hmm. you know, like then the, sometimes it's like they'll push back harder, yeah. right? They'll say things that are more aggressive or whatever to try and shake you out of this like aligned place that you're in. But what happens over time is you're just like, it's not going to work. It's mm-hmm. not going to affect me. And they'll give up eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, that's what it all takes. Like if you really want to <clears throat> get into this higher place of attracting more into your life, like these are the steps that are kind of involved. Mm-hmm. Relationships with others are really, really important. Um, they make up, Sam and I, you know, we've created this course and this is a part of it that we are um, really, really passionate about. It's a really, really uh, important part of the formula that is manifestation. Uh, are these three relationships? It's with your source, with, with source, with yourself and others. Yeah. <laughs> with your source, with source, with yourself and with others. Um, and mastering this, um, this, these relationship skills will help yeah. you go a long way. Yes. It's not just with family members. It's not just with friends, it's with strangers. It's with the, the person in the, in line at the bank that's having like a really bad day in front of you. Mm-hmm. And now it's taking 20 minutes at the bank instead of five and you have somewhere to be with all of this, all of these strategies. Like I find for me, I'm like divine timing. Yeah. Like it's just not supposed to happen mm-hmm. right now or I'm supposed to witness this event or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Like you just get into a place of letting the cork float. Mm-hmm. and not worrying about it. There is one more thing I want to say that I think is really, really important, which is everyone is right. Yeah, I love this. Yeah. It's a real hard thing. <laughs> it feels good, though. Yeah. I think it feels good. So this thought came to me after I watched a documentary with Sam about flat earthers. So people that believe that the earth is flat. If you believe the earth is flat... I mean, all the power to you. I do not believe the earth is flat. Um, But I watched a documentary on people that really do 
they are they are very passionate about it and they believe the earth is flat and that everyone needs to know and so I started watching it and the conviction of these people and I'm like okay okay where is this coming from why do they believe this so deeply um <clears throat> And it started to change my perspective on other people. And then it, it was around the time, I think, that Biden was getting elected. I think it was around the same time that we watched this doc. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, okay. Like, there's something here. There's something important to recognize here. And for me, that was, when I say everyone is right, what I mean is everyone is living a life experience. Mm-hmm. Every single day, we are basing our perspective and our lens on everything that we've previously experienced. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. So if you live in a part of the world where statistically um, the level of education is really, really low, um, if you are living in uh, a low socioeconomic status, if you've struggled, you know, for the majority of your life, if you feel like you can't trust politicians because they say one thing and then don't deliver, um, if you're taxed, you know, a lot and you don't see it benefiting you in any way, <clears throat> if you believe that, you know, you've been surrounded by uh, religion and the Bible and priests and church and everyone around you is doing that too, and you see that that is the only way, even though your church might be preaching hate. Right. Even though your church is saying that gays aren't allowed. Right. Like you are in a position that would be difficult to um, see another side. Yeah. Right. You're in a position where you're like, okay, well, clearly this is the only way of seeing things. Mm -hmm. Right. Like clearly the government doesn't give a friggin' shit about me. Mm -hmm. Clearly um, the church is the only way. Clearly gays are bad. Clearly. Right. Mm -hmm. Because this is your lens. Yeah. This is the lens you've been given. Yeah. Right. So it's like from that perspective, from that list of narratives that you've been fed, Mm -hmm. you are right. Mm -hmm. Right. Now. That being said, I do believe that the only right thing is in alignment of love. Mm-hmm. So I believe our world, our culture is moving towards that, that um, what's the altruistic yeah. love, that yeah. altruistic right, mm-hmm. right? That altruistic mm-hmm. truth yeah. that is... Um, love Mm -hmm. the vibration and energy of love so when i say everyone is right what i mean is from their perspective they believe they are right and they are Mm -hmm. but they're not in the universal truth right so i really do believe that our culture and our society more and more people are getting into that vibration of love and i really do believe that that is the direction that we're headed in Mm -hmm. that's like you know um gays are good We like gay people. Why? Because they're people and we love them. Like, that's the only reason, right? Like, same with racism, same with all of these other problems, right? From a certain part of the world, their narrative, they're right based on their lived experience. Mm -hmm. But in the universal alignment with love and truth, they're not, Mm -hmm. right? But it's really important to sort of keep this in mind. Anytime you're having an argument or a disagreement with someone, that seems pretty, con- what's the convicted, what's the word, convinced yeah. that their point of view is correct. Yeah. It is. 
based on their lived experience. Right. Right. Yeah. And so ideally you surround yourself with open-minded people. Mm -hmm. Ideally you surround yourself with people that are open to new perspectives. Mm -hmm. I pride myself on listening to as many perspectives as I can on a certain topic. Mm -hmm. So anytime something comes out in the news, that's like really polarizing. I'm like, give me all the thoughts. I want everything. Give me every single person's perspective on this. Mm -hmm. I need to hear it all in order to make my own. Um, But that's not everyone's experience. Mm -hmm. Right. And particularly living in a time where we're only fed certain information from certain avenues, right? Like the algorithms and stuff online, you're just fed more of what you seek. Yes. So it just solidifies you in your own point of view. Yes. Right. So like, I'm not here to like, I don't, I'm I'm trying not to be preachy, but I'm just like, consider the next time you have a disagreement with someone Mm -hmm. that everything that's led up to that exact moment in their life experience tells them that they're right. Mm -hmm. And so are you. So ideally you get into a disagreement with somebody that is able to listen Mm -hmm. to you and able to consider your point of view from the series of events that led to that point, Mm -hmm. right? And that's how you have a healthy discussion. I feel like my partner, Mason, he's very good at this, Mm -hmm. right? And I wasn't, when we first started dating, I wasn't good at this, but he showed me how Mm -hmm. to do it. So now we come to the table before saying sorry felt like... um, I was not just that I was wrong, but it felt like inferiority or it felt Mm. like um, loss of pride or like power. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was like I was unsafe or something, but that wasn't really modeled in our home (laughs) very well. So I learned he taught me. Right. He taught me how to like apologize. And what I started doing, what I noticed is the moment I apologized, I felt better Mm -hmm. leading up to the apology. I was like, this sucks. This sucks. This sucks. I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it. And then I'd say it. And then I was like, oh, that feels so much better. So he taught me how to do that. But he's really, really good at like laser beaming into me and being like, okay, tell me how you got there. And then Mm -hmm. I tell him, he was like, ah, yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And so I now do the same with him. I'm like, tell me, explain is like, and I'll ask questions and I'm like, I'm confused about, and then I'm kind of like, okay, this is how we both arrived to this exact moment in time Mm -hmm. from our, our very varying paths. Very varying. It's true. Right. Different, but we've met here. Yes, yeah, you're on <laughs> so, different paths. Yeah, you've collided from compl- exactly. So now what? Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Um, so taking this into account, I think, is really, really, really important. Mm-hmm. Like really paying attention to this and recognizing that anyone that you have a conflict with mm-hmm. has had a very real series of events that have led them there. Yeah. So like acknowledge that. Yeah. Right. Don't just say you're wrong. You're stupid. You're fucked. Like that's yeah. not going to solve anything. Yeah. From my perspective, you're wrong. Like, well, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like it goes back to that saying that we love. That's like, I would never do that. Yeah. It's like, that's right. That's right. You w- <laughs> Correct. You would never Thank do you that. for that fact. Yeah. Like that's not helping anybody. Yeah. But I say it all the time. Yeah. I say it, and I laugh now I when I say it. I would never do that. You're right. You would never do I that. I would never storm the Capitol. But you would you know? do that if you were in there. That's right. That if you had been yeah. fed the narrative and the life yeah. experience that they've yeah. been given, you would. Yeah. That's hard to digest. Yeah. But it's true. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, not everyone was given the perspective and the path 
that you've been given that led, led you to listening to this show right now, yeah. right? They weren't given that those opportunities. Yeah. Um, but also, like you always say, it's not their part to play. Yeah, I was going to bring this up. Okay, you go. No, no, it's okay. I'm good. All right. Well, <laughs> I say to Mickey... Um, Anytime I'm like, I would never do that. What the hell's going on? <laughs> yeah. Um, I say... This is something I think I was saying kind of early. <laughs> I just remember like our serving days where we oh were just God, up yeah. against so much, oh right? Like every new customer, you get a new human in front of you and you do this like a hundred times a week, right? Yeah. More. <laughs> I would come to you like, I would never do that. <laughs> and not why just did they that, do that? I just like... don't understand why they did that. <laughs> or like coworkers. Like I would yeah. bump into coworkers and I'm like, I would can't. never do it that way. I would never do that. <laughs> So true. I mean, ask yourself how many times you say that in a week or a day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I'm of the belief that everybody has their part to play. Like everybody, like just like a symphony and orchestra, like we can all harmonize. And this is kind of going back to like what happens when you release expectations off of people, allowing mm. them to play their part, allowing them to harmonize into your world. Um you, they are necessary. They are necessary for contrast. They are necessary for expansion. Everybody has their part to play. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's it's integral to this this fabric of this you know world. And even from like a, a unified electromagnetic field level, like we are all one. Mm-hmm. We are all. Mm-hmm. It looks like we're all divided into people and like we from a physical physically. perspective from like how we understand the world, that's true. But really we are all one. We're all operating. One consciousness. Yeah. One consciousness, one yeah. energy together. We're just, I read this thing actually yesterday in that uh, pocket full of money book. It's mm-hmm. so good. Um, Stay tuned for a future episode on it's that. It's like we're the ocean where it's like the ocean is all one, but it's individuated. There's the Pacific, there's the right, right. Arctic, there's Atlantic. Like it's all actually one body, body of water, water but yeah. they all operate differently. They're yeah. they different temperatures, different food, different right. like uh, climates, different ecosystems, right? Mm-hmm. They're all, but it's all the same. It's mm-hmm. all one. I love that. Yeah. So that's the human, the humanness is we're all one. Mm. We're just, everybody has their part to play it's yeah everyone has the necessary and I when we were talking about this I think in relation to politics because I find that's the most confusing area of life to be in where it's like how could you believe that you know like there's everyone gets so polarized there oh yeah this was the other thing oh sorry I wonder if you're gonna say it yeah well I don't maybe not but I'll just tell you um so (laughs) I uh Yeah, I was like in this state of being really confused, but something that I believe, I don't know if I'm speaking for both of us here, maybe, but something that I believe is our souls to choose in to come in and play these parts. Mm. So when, you know, learning all of this stuff and then being like, okay, does this stuff apply to like Donald Trump? (laughs) Yes. Yes, it does. I'm like, oh, what a brave soul (laughs) to come in here and be hated by like the majority of the planet. (laughs) Like, whoa, like this guy was necessary for the contrast, right. In the evolution of humanity, like he was necessary in playing this part. And I'm like, Oh man, like what, that's a tough role. Like he's just so deluded and clearly doesn't like himself very much. And you know, well, that might not be true. I I mean, who knows? Right. Right. We're not inside his head. No, but but like he could be loving his life. I I don't think so. But maybe, I don't know. It doesn't, you're right. It doesn't look like it. I don't think so. I don't think the guy's like super aligned. I think that he's motivated from trying to receive love from others. Like I think he's operating from a place of fear and lack, which is like, 
how do I make sure the people love me? How do I, you know, like, I yeah. think that he's like going on having rallies, even when the election's four years away. He's like, whatever. I just like rallies because people love me, you know? Yeah. Like he's like, just operating if, from that place of trying to receive acceptance. What he receives. So from a behavioral perspective, like behavioral yeah. psychology perspective, he's being reinforced. Yes. So he's receiving endorphins right. from doing it. Right. So he feels good. When he does those things. Yeah. So it's like his soul's journey. It's right. just like the part he's meant to play. <laughs> yeah. Right. So whether he's happy he's or not. He's operating from the pure id, right? That yeah. pure... <laughs> Like this pure, conversation like, has led to this. Well, it's true. Like that's no, where I just didn't think we were going to be talking about Donald Trump and Don. the id. Donnie. Donnie. I didn't think uh, we were going to have a Donnie conversation. Well, he's playing his role, right? Like it's, it is all intricately designed mm-hmm. to, for the evolution yeah. of humanity and the yeah. expansion of the universe. Yeah. Is that what, did I take your thought? No, I was going to say, um, just when you were talking about polarizing conversations and mm-hmm. everybody is right. Um, I just think it's what has helped me is that when you do argue with somebody, they just want to, unless you can have like a a, a conversation with somebody who is Mm. open-minded, you're just going to further prove your own point. Yeah. And it's not that that's a bad thing because what sometimes that gives you clarity and that's good yes because you're just like oh yeah this is what i really believe i really believe this and like that gives you motivation to keep going right yeah Yeah. so it's not necessarily a bad thing but i just think it's helpful to recognize that when you do decide to have a a discussion with somebody and you're both trying to prove each each point it's if you're in the business of trying to convince somebody else of something that it's probably not, you know, yeah, yeah. you can maybe try, like you just end up further distancing yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You're just further proving your own points to yourself. Right. You're not like coming together to the table and which happens in politics a lot. Yeah. And again, it's not that it's like necessarily a bad thing, but if, again, if your objective is to convince the other person, you're really, what you're doing is just allowing them to further dig their heels in. Yeah. 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 Just a little side. Um, and one quick thing I want to mention um, before we wrap up here is if <clears throat> I want to talk a little bit about conflict and say, if you are in a position to have a tough conversation with a family member, if you are in a position to uh, come to the table and set a boundary or have a tough, have a tough conversation. A quote I heard once, uh, I think it was from Glennon Doyle, was you should be worried when people don't want to come to the table, mm-hmm. right? So if you're having conflict with a family member, somebody that you're invested in, somebody that you love, really, um, if <clears throat> you find yourself in the position to have a difficult conversation with that person, what that means is you're invested in that relationship. Mm-hmm. So... You know, it's like that saying with couples in marriage, you know, if you don't want to have the conversations with that person anymore, it means that you're not invested anymore. Mm-hmm. So that's when you should be worried is when you're not having the tough conversations. Right. But if you can, if you find yourself in the position where you want to have a tough conversation with somebody, this happened to me somewhat recently um, with a family member just a couple months ago. But I said to them, like, listen, <clears throat> I'm coming to you to have an uncomfortable conversation. The reason for this is because I'm invested. It's because I love you and I want our relationship to be better. So I'm going to have this tough conversation with you. 
the reason I'm doing that is because I want our lives to be better. It's not because I want to stir up conflict. It's not because I want to make you feel like uncomfortable or hurt your feelings. Those may be side effects. But my intention here is to strengthen our relationship, mm-hmm. right? If you come at it from that perspective, I find that the other person will be more likely to listen, mm-hmm. right? They're not just like, oh my God, she's just coming at me and blaming me for everything, blah, 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 blah. Say to them, like, the moment I stop coming to you, that's when you should be worried, mm-hmm. right? The moment that it's like, I don't want to have these conversations with you anymore. That means it's a lost cause. Mm-hmm. So it's a good thing that I'm here. It's a good thing that we're having this uncomfortable conversation because it means that I'm invested. Mm-hmm. So if you need to set a boundary, if this if this um, episode is leading you to um, nudging you to have a difficult conversation with somebody, use that line because it's worked for me in the past. Mm-hmm. That's helpful. Yeah. yeah. Do you have any more thoughts? No, I think okay. that was good. <laughs> there's a there's a lot in there. Yes, <laughs> there's a lot in there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I I really hope this was helpful. Um, I think I want to go over kind of the key points a little bit, kind of at the end here. Uh, just being aware of your your emotional awareness, your emotional mastery, right? Paying attention to how things feel in your body, recognizing that if you're triggered by someone else. It has more to do with you and the meaning that you're making, right? From their actions, <clears throat> letting go of expectations, mm-hmm. really, really important. Setting expectations, yes, like being clear about them. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Setting, set. My foot's asleep. One sec. <laughs> now it's tangled. Okay. Um, yeah, setting those expectations and those boundaries, um, being clear in your energy and we didn't mention this but I think this is important clearing your energy like you you show people how to treat you mm-hmm. that's really important too so it's not like demanding it's more like when you're taking care of yourself when you show up as someone who loves and respects yourself people start to treat you that way it's kind of wild like they know kind of not to cross a line with you because you just operate in this place of self-love um so try that um recognizing <clears throat> your own limiting beliefs things that you think that you're not um, capable of, um, meaning your own self-love and the way you see yourself, yeah. like being aware of that and recognizing like, no, I get to be loved <laughs> no matter Viewing what happens. yourself anything less than that vibration of love. Mm-hmm. And if you notice yourself out of it, mm-hmm. like know that that's a lie, mm-hmm. know that's in opposition of who you really are and your true and high self right. and saying, take a deep breath and saying, it's not true. Right. I am lovable. I am loved. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone is right. Everyone is right. Just remember that. Mm-hmm. Tell yourself that the next time you get into a conflict and validate them. Mm-hmm. Be like, that makes sense coming from you. Not in like a derogatory way, but being like, yeah. Yeah. It, the <laughs> I conversations see how you see go, it like that. They go so much better when you do that. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. The difference. You validate someone's experience up until this point in their life and go, I totally see how you got there. Yeah. From that narrative, yeah. yep, yeah, makes really perfect cool. sense to me. Yeah. But also recognizing your own narrative, yeah, and being like, but my narrative makes sense too, yeah, right. But then, ide- ideally, the next place you go from there is, do we want to, and how can we create a, make a creative solution from this, yeah, right? And that's where source comes in mm-hmm. and gives you some divine downloads and ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I hope all of that was really helpful. It's helped us tremendously yeah um and i'm sure these little tips and tricks and tidbits will 
surface again and again, but it's helped us so much. Um, and we really, really hope that it helps you too. Yeah. It's helped us stay in alignment. Yeah. Which is consistently how to manifest. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, I feel like there's so much more I could elaborate on this, but we should, I think we should wrap up. I also have to pee. Well, and we're at a minute and 11 seconds. So I feel like it's a good time to stop. Oh, okay. A minute, an hour and 11 seconds. Gotcha. (laughs) An hour and 11 minutes. Yeah. In 11 seconds. Wow. My brain's fried after allow. I can't talk. An hour and 11 minutes. Okay. We're going to let you, we're going to let you all go. Um, thank you so much for joining us. I hope this episode helped you. If it did, um, we would love it if you'd share it or like share it with us on Instagram, tag us because we love to see it or share it with someone that you feel like would benefit from listening to it. And oh my God, you know what I was just said? <laughs> what? We hope you have a Romeo and Michelle day. <laughs> um, <laughs> as always, uh, Sam and I wish you a life filled with joy and abundance and we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for spending your precious time with us. If you enjoyed what you heard, this is the point in the podcast where we would probably ask you to share it with a friend, share it on Instagram, or write a review. We would also probably ask you to check us out on Instagram at Our Manifestation Journey or our website at OurManifestationJourney.com, but we wouldn't do that. No, we wouldn't do that. No, we're not like that. So, you know, whatever. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. What we would love to hear is how your manifestation journey is going. Send us a DM, email, or screenshot an episode and share it if it resonated with you. And remember to tag us. We love hearing about your amazing manifestations. The music for this podcast is provided by the very talented and generous Bonus Points. And our sound engineering is crafted by the incredible William Mitchell. As always, we wish you a life full of joy and abundance, and we will see you next time on our manifestation journey.